Hello and welcome to Modesty Christian Girls Club. I'm so excited that you've joined me in today's podcast. I do hope that you are having a great year so far. And by the grace of God, things can only get better in Jesus' name. Amen. Last time we dealt with um, flee, we were dealing with fornication, and we we uh, the the topic was flee fornication, and we explained or I explained that um, fornication is a sin against one's body. God demands that we do not participate in fornication, which is that having sexual relations with anyone that is not our husband or our wife, if it's a a, a young guy or if it's a guy that's listening to this uh, podcast. So I'm going to push ahead, um, still, um, you know, sort of the same uh, genre, the same um, topic, we're still dealing with fornication, but today's um, teaching is on how to flee from fornication, because it's all well and good saying flee fornication, but the, the question is how, how do you do it? How do you flee from fornication? Praise God. And so today I'm just going to be doing a teaching on, on this. So it's following on from last time's teaching. And I believe and trust the Lord God Almighty that your lives will never remain the same again in Jesus name. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this charge. Father, thank you for this instruction. The Bible says that you will instruct us in the way to go. And Father, we are grateful for this chance and opportunity to listen to your word in the name of Jesus. And so we are committed to you. And we ask, oh God, that you breathe your breath of life upon the words that will be spoken in today's podcast, that every person that listens will never remain the same again, that their lives be changed and transformed by your word in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and welcome again to Modesty Christian Girls Club. It's a club and it's a, a, and at this point in time, we are pushing out teachings to guide young ladies, to help young ladies to fulfill their God-designed purpose. In other words, to, to grow in God, uh, you need doctrine, you need doctrinal teaching. And that is the main purpose of um, Modesty Christian Girls Club. By the grace of God, there will come a time when um, there'll be meetings and we'll have conferences. And I believe that that time will is, is soon, soon, soon to happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So today, like I said, we are dealing with how to flee from fornication. Let's start with this scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. That is the basis of, of, um, of, of the teaching anyway. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 the bible says flee fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body so the sin of fornication is not only that it is a sin the main problem is that it is a sin against your body 
It is a sin against your body. Your body becomes defiled. The Bible says that ye are the temple of the Lord. Ye are God's habitation. Okay. So being a temple of the Lord, you do not want it defiled. Now, one of the things that can defile your body is fornication. And that's why the Bible says, flee from it, run away from it. Don't um, uh, participate in it. Do not think that, oh, everyone's doing it, you know, so I can do it. No, you shouldn't do it. The Bible says flee fornication. That is an instruction. That is a doctrine. Do not do it. You are a child of God and therefore you should not participate in the things that will not give God glory. Hallelujah. Have you ever seen a person has just indulged in sexual sin and comes out and say, ha ha ha, I've just committed fornication. No, half the time there is that guilt, there is that uh, 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 anger against themselves, there is that uh, pain, there is that uh, thought to say, why do I keep doing this? Hallelujah. And so it's not something decent. Praise God. And so you should not participate in it. Praise God. Flee from fornication. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. And this is the crux of how to flee from fornication. Praise God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. The Bible says here, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. You see that? God's will is your sanctification. To be sanctified means to be uh, cleansed, to be made pure, to be, to, be, um, um, to be a vessel without spot or blemish. Now, one of the key things is that when Jesus is coming back again for his church, he said, and this, these are the prerequisites, he says he's coming for a church that is without spot, without blemish, without wrinkle. He's coming for a church that is pure. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, some people say, oh, God is not, you know, God is merciful. God is love. Yes, he is. Uh, God is so kind. He's not going to, he's not going to allow anyone to perish. Yes. Scripture says he does not desire. He's, he does not desire the death of any sinner, but rather that that sinner will turn from their wicked ways and leave. So you can't desire more for God, for what he desires more. He desires that no one perishes. So it is true. However, it does not negate the fact that certain people who will refuse to change or refuse to repent or refuse to follow God's principles and doctrine, that they will have the, the recompense of their works. Okay, so if you're driving, for example, and I'm using this as an example in an organized society, in a society that have got laws. So if you're driving, for example, and you get to a red light, you have to stop. If you don't stop 
and you beat the red light, even if you do not have an accident or anything like that, if there's a camera the, uh, uh, on, on that traffic light and you get caught, you will pay the penalty for beating the red light. Okay, so there are rules, there are laws, there are doctrines, there are principles that God works by. If you break those principles, do not think for one minute that God is going to excuse it away. You know, I was looking at, and and sometimes it does come to my mind and I keep thinking, when you think about Noah and the time of the flood, the Bible says that Noah built the ark and only eight of them survived out of a thousand, thousand people. Out of thousands and thousands of people, only Noah and his family, eight in total, survived. Let me tell you something. God can recreate. He is the creator and he can recreate. So that's no problem. He can wipe out a million people, leave one person, come back in a number of years, and that one person has multiplied. That is the the greatness of God. So do not excuse sin away. Sin is sin. Fornication is a sin, and the Bible says abstain. Okay? I'll read that scripture again. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. It says, for this is the will of God. This is God's will. Remember in uh, um, the, the, the Lord's prayer, we say, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Now, this is one of the will of God. It says, for this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye shall abstain from fornication. So abstinence is the biggest key for you or for us or for people to flee fornication. Abstain. It is the will of God that you abstain. That is how you flee. You keep away. Keep away from sexual relations, sexual activities, Anything that will corrupt or defile you or cause you to commit fornication, flee from it. Praise God. So abstinence is the key. How do you flee from fornication? Abstain. Abstain from fornication. Abstinence. It's it's a way. It's not uh, uh, um, uh, it's not uh, the after morning pill. The morning after pill, beg your pardon, it's called. The morning after pill. It's not uh, using um, all kinds of um, uh, preventatives so that you do not get pregnant. That's not abstinence. Abstinence is do not do it, full stop. Don't indulge in it, full stop. Don't get involved in sexual relations unless you are married. Full stop, that's it abstain that's how you flee from fornication you abstain totally completely praise god hallelujah i keep referring you back to uh the series that i did on overcoming temptation because uh that series talks about um you know temptation in its in its entirety how to overcome 
Okay. So, so, so if you, if you need, if you need uh, a bit more on that, so go back on the podcast. If you go on the list, it's a, you, you'll be able to see more episodes and you can go through that series, that teaching on overcoming temptation. Hallelujah. So abstinence is key in fleeing from fornication. Now let's look at something, uh, uh, more scriptures, uh, two more, and then we'll, we'll around this off. So songs of Solomon, the book of songs of Solomon, uh, chapter two, verse five to seven. I'm going to rush now because, uh, I don't want to keep us too long. So SOS or songs of Solomon chapter two from verse five So it says, stay me with flagons, comfort me with apples, for I am sick of love. So this is someone who's smitten, who's fallen in love, and they are completely uh, turned to mush. You know, they're looking into his eyes and stuff. So let's read it. Uh, Songs of Solomon chapter 2, verse 5 to 7. I read again. So it says, stay, stay me with flagons, comfort me with apples, for I am sick of love. Verse 6 says, his left hand is under my head and his right hand doth embrace me. Okay, so they're starting to do some stuff. Verse 7. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up, nor awake my love, till he please. That singular verse of scripture in verse 7 is scattered round about um, different chapters in the Songs of Solomon. And it's, 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 it's on there basically a charge, a command. It says, oh, you daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the rose and by the hands of the fields that ye stay not up love, nor awaken my love till he please, till everything is right. Don't stir it up. Abstain. That's basically what it's saying. So you can see in here, you know, I mean, Songs of Solomon is such is so poetic. Uh, it talks about a, a, a young a young lady and her, her her lover, someone that she's so in love with, and she's you know smitten by him. And and you know, verse six says, "His hand is under my head, and his right hand embraces me." Oh, I'm so in love. And then a chart comes, says, "I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem." You are a daughter of Jerusalem. You are a daughter of Zion. I charge you or I command you, do not awaken love. Do not stir up love until he pleases. Hallelujah. That is incredible. So until everything is right, don't hanky-panky, oh, kissy-kissy. Oh, hug, hug, hold me and never let me go. There will come time for that. Okay. When you're married, you can hold for as long as you like. All right. And so, but the Bible says, he says, I charge you, right? She's completely smitten. She's so in love. She's chasing him everywhere. Oh, come with me to my mother's house. Oh, come and see my family. Oh, I love you so much. Okay. I charge you, oh, daughters of Jerusalem. 
a charge, a command comes. says, don't stir it up. Don't stir up love. Don't stir up those emotions. Abstain. <laughs> Praise God. Move over a few chapters to chapter 4. Chapter 4. Hallelujah. Praise God. Chapter four of songs of Solomon. Sorry. Songs of Solomon chapter four. And we're going to read verse 11 and verse 12. It says thy leaps. Oh, my spouse drop as the honeycomb honey and milk are under thy tongue. And the smell of thy garments is like the smell of Lebanon. Verse 12. A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. A spring shut up, a fountain sealed. Can you see that? It says, thy lips, oh my spouse, drop with honey. So um, this again is another love scene. You know, they're together and, and they're so um, engrossed in each other. Okay. And it says you are. It says my my your lips are like honey. Uh, my spouse, um, you know, there's honey under. There's milk and honey under your tongue. And and there's so much he's saying, or you know, to his spouse. And then verse twelve, he says, a garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse, my sister. There meaning, um, you know, uh, a, a believer because you you should marry a believer. Okay. You shouldn't marry a non-believer, so you should marry a believer. And he's saying, he's saying, my spouse, okay? So it says, sister there is talking about uh, his, 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 his spouse being a believer just as he is. And then verse 12, it says, a garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. What does that mean? A garden enclosed, a virgin, someone who has not been defiled. It says a spring that is shut up, a fountain that is sealed. That's the way it should be. So that when it comes to the honeymoon, verse 11 and verse 12, 11 is, is there and he's, 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 they're busy together. And he says that my sister, my spouse is a garden enclosed. She's not defiled. She is, she is, she is, um, she is sealed. She's a fountain that is sealed. And now it is proper in, as they are now spouse, their husband and wife, they can discover themselves together. That is the way God has designed it to be. Not the way the world is right now. And so we must be cautious. We must be careful to follow the ways of God principally. Now, I know it isn't easy, and, and I'm not saying it is by any means at all, okay? But we can be determined. As a young lady, you can be determined. You can decide not to defile yourself because this is the will of God. Remember where we read before, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3? The will of God is your sanctification, that you are, just as it says in Songs of Solomon 4 verse 12, a garden enclosed, you're a fountain that is sealed, so that on your marriage night, that seal is broken, is beautiful, the bed is undefiled, praise God. And so 
abstain. That is how you flee fornication. You abstain. You abstain. You keep away from sexual immorality, from sexual sin. Okay? You don't go for preventatives. There are young ladies that are constantly on the pill just in case they get into, you know, they mess themselves up and fornicate. Don't do it. Don't go on the pill. Just abstain. That is God's will for you. Praise God forevermore. Flee from fornication. The whole world is corrupt because there's no one that knows each other anymore. Because everyone is doing what they please, what they want to do. But you are a child of God. And because you are a child of God, you need to follow what God has put in his word as principal things. There will come a time when you are able to indulge yourself in your married home. Okay. But before then, I charge you, all ye daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hands of the field, that ye stir not up love, nor awaken love till he please. If you look at Songs of Solomon chapter 3, verse 5, that same scripture is repeated, that same verse, that same charge, that same command is repeated. Songs of Solomon 3, verse 5, I charge you, all ye daughters of Jerusalem, daughters of Zion, daughters of Sarah, daughters of the of of god daughters and followers of jesus christ verse 5 i charge you all daughters of jerusalem by the rose and by the hinds of the field that ye stir not up nor awake my love till he please till everything is right till everything is proper do not stir up love do not awaken love his hand is on, oh, we're holding hands and we're walking down the garden. And then he's holding me. Oh, don't let me go. No, let him go. Let her go. That's not the time. Okay? Praise God forevermore. Let him go. Let her go. Okay? Don't get into it. There is a charge, a command. Do not stir up love. And that is the best way. Abstain from fornication. Keep away from it. Praise God forevermore. Let's go back to the scripture that we read before in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. And then I shall round this off. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. God bless you. I know it isn't easy, but you know what? God's grace is sufficient for you. God's grace is sufficient for you. Okay. Don't stare up love. There's no point. You know, don't watch emotional movies and then uh, start to, uh, uh, um, you know, imagine. No, don't, you know, keep away from such things. You don't need it. You don't need them. Focus on your education, on sports, you know, get yourself a hobby. Keep yourself busy. When you're busy... you'll be less inclined to get into foolishness. Hallelujah. Praise God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3. I'll read that again and then we'll close. 
chapter 4, verse 3, First Thessalonians, he says, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. This is the will of God. Abstinence. That is how you flee from fornication. You abstain completely from any of those hanky-panky, touchy-feely, keep away from it. There will come a time when you will even be tired of it. When you're married and in your home, you can do as much as you want. But for now, as a young lady, as a young man, keep away from fornication. Do not defile yourself. Let God help you follow through his doctrine, his principles, and you will be blessed by it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining in today's podcast. I'll just pray and then we'll close. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. I pray for every boy, every girl, every man, every woman that may listen to this podcast, that their lives will be transformed and changed that they will take on board your word, not as judgment, but rather as doctrine, so that our lives will be truly set aside, sanctified, purified for you, O God, that when you return to take us, we will be ready in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. This is Modesty Christian Girls Club. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I pray that the Lord will keep you holy together, sanctified, spirit, soul, and body, that when he returns, we will all rejoice in Jesus' name. Amen. See you next time. Um, I mean, if you've got any questions, any comments, you can email us, modestygirls2021 at gmail.com. Till I come your way next time, this is Pastor Sandra saying God bless you and I love you. Take care.